0: podcast listeners you are tuning in to a new episode of all y'all we are so excited because we have a ton of new updates regarding the podcast and our live events chris what's our next live event
1: The next live event is going to be on Saturday, March 14th at the Women's Department Club in Shreveport, and the theme is Ladies' Night. Uh, We're going to have six or seven storytellers that are all going to be women telling incredible true stories, uh, and we're going to have some music. We're going to have a great bar by Wine Country Bistro and Bottle Shop. It's just going to be a fun night. There are going to be some surprises, too.
0: And tickets are available on our blog. It is allyallblog.com. You just click on the button at the top that says Tickets. And our other big piece of news is that we've welcomed on board several sponsors for the live events and podcast. And our title sponsor for 2015 is going to be Holiday Lanes, which is an amazing bowling alley over in Bossier City. And Chris and I, it's one of our favorite places in the entire state.
1: Yeah, I spent my birthday this past year there. Sarah said, (laughs) where do you want to go if we go one place to celebrate your birthday? Where do you want it to be? And I said, Holiday Lanes, because you can get beer and you can bowl and you can I mean, it's just such a cool place i've always felt really comfortable bowling and like really i know this sounds ridiculous but sort of really like my highest self while bowling because like I'm doing physical activity and it doesn't intimidate me. I don't feel like I have to be some sort of expert. And it's just fun, man. It's 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 the sport of the dude.
0: <laughs> it's really easy to get into. And I was just reading on their website. It looks like they have intergalactic glow bowling on the weekends on Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, it's
1: my- huge. Mm-hmm. The line's like, oh man, there are usually like 200 people in line when I get there for intergalactic bowling. If you can't tell, we have done this before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have a link to their website on our blog. Check them out and thank them, please, for sponsoring all y'all. They have really come to our rescue this year and made our podcast possible. It
1: really makes such a huge difference. So thank you, Holiday Lanes. And uh, having said that, with no further ado, uh, we have a new story tonight that was actually recorded at our very first event, Sarah. Do you want to tell them a little bit about Annie Anderson's story?
0: Annie Anderson is such an enigma to me. She is one of the most beautiful people I've met inside and out.
1: She is. She is indeed. I second that.
0: But what we did not know about Annie until much later after we met her is that she has been the star of a reality television show.
1: She's been on several reality television shows, including one alongside Paris Hilton. I mean, it's uh, she was uh, the show that she spends a lot of time talking about in her story is what was called the Bad Girls Club of Miami,
0: which I would never ever in my head classify Annie as a bad girl.
1: Me either. So Annie is um, Annie's story is an incredible perspective from the inside of a reality television show. I mean, it's just a completely cool and unique story that she's got to share.
2: Well, I would first like to say that um, it was not one, but like four or five reality shows. So (laughs) Get with it. Um, But no, there's so many things I could say. I could tell you about the story about the crazy liberal girl from California moving to the Bible Belt, and trust me, that is a story in itself. Um, It's still, I've been here a year and a half, and every day I'm like, whoa, really? (laughs) But anyway, um, I'm also going to say, because I will sound like a horrible person for a lot of this, um, it happened years ago. I'm now 30 and like to think that I've changed a little bit at least. But anyway, um, I went to San Diego State, which is some of you know, is like crazy party school. Yeah, I like you, yeah, just pretend like you weren't guessing about that, okay, Um, and I was your typical sorority girl, I um, was social chair, and then I did philanthropy, which really is just an excuse to drink during the day, and you're raising money for a good cause, and um, my boyfriend was president of the fraternity right across the street in Greek Circle, and I was known to crawl back and forth because I was too drunk, But I digress. Anyway, um, so I was your typical Regina George from Mean Girls. I was evil. I thought I was just the best thing ever. Um, I would do those backhanded comments like, yeah, that's okay. If I mean, if you think that's okay, go for it. Um, And then when I saw girls that maybe I was getting a little chunky, which FYI, I've done that so much since moving here. The food here is delicious. Um... But anyway, so I'd see the girls kind of thinning out and I'm getting chunky, so I decided to be a sweet sorority sister and bake them cupcakes and cookies (laughs) and chunk them up a little, right? And, okay, so my main secret, though, is you put a little protein powder with sugar in that, it just jacks up the calories and they have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) FYI. So I, um, during college, I wasn't allowed to have a job. Because my parents were paying tuition and my room and board and this, my sorority dues and everything and what else could a girl need money for forget shoes clothes parties anything like that i don't need that but i did and since i couldn't have a job i started being an extra on veronica mars because that filmed in san diego and it was easy it worked in my school schedule i could just work around we have a veronica mars fan here i guess <laughs> i was girl in lingerie who got date rape drugged oh, Woo! <laughs> My parents were so proud of that one. Um, um, it, was, it was a fun time. The, Veronica's dad's a little creepy though, but that's a different story. Anyway, um, so then I graduated and... Um, oh wait, no, I didn't graduate first. Okay, so then... I got really full of myself and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get an agent, Like this is what I'm gonna do. Mind you, I am not a good actress. Not at all, it just happened that they needed college-looking girls for Veronica Mars and there weren't enough who were available at my time. Um, So anyway, I went to LA and got an agent. Well, they booked me on Next on MTV. And so, that was the most ridiculous show ever, totally scripted, they just have a wire in your ear telling you exactly what to happen. FYI, anybody from MTV, I didn't say that. Um, And so, Then from there, I made some really good contacts, though. So then I started working for Buna Murray. So I worked on The Simple Life. I was a camper in the last season with Paris and Nicole. And that, again, is Buna Murray. And so they just keep you in their files whenever they need somebody, like a half-Asian girl. Maybe I'll go to Spring Hill. Who knows? Sounds like they need me up there. Um, They would call me and see if I was interested. So I'm, like, working, because by this time I was 25, and... I had had a job, and I absolutely hated it, and I was trying my hardest to get fired, but man, that is hard when you're actually trying to do it. They paid for my master's degree, so I couldn't quit without having to pay them back, but I could get fired. But anyway, so Bino Murray calls, and they're like, oh, we have this show, it's on Oxygen, it's called Bad Girls Club. Um, Would you consider being in it? And I was like, how long does it take to film? Twelve weeks? Where is it filming? L.A.? I was like, all right, so I go through the audition process, and I'm just thinking I am so bad because of what I did in college. I'm like, yeah, I'm still like this horrible, mean girl. I care about myself more than anybody else. I'm totally gonna take myself. Anyway, so I get the part, and I'm so excited. I pack up all my bags, and I knew I was like, I'm not like gonna shoot somebody, bad girl, but um, I thought I was pretty bad, because in my world, I was. So I pack up all my suitcases, and I was smart enough to even put locks on my suitcases because I knew they might want my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think it first tipped me off. I mean, I'm not from the South, but my mother raised me right. So I roll my suitcases up to the front door, and I knock on the front door of the bad girl's house. And, which FYI, was Shug Knight's house? Well, it was his mistress's house, not his. <laughs> um, I guess he's in jail now or something. But anyway, so I knock on the door, and I knock on the door, and nobody comes. And the producer's like, what are you doing? Just walk inside. It's your house. And so I do that, and I'm just... I mean, it's a fabulous house. There's shoes hanging from the ceiling. There's chandeliers everywhere. There's swings in the dining room, because really, whoever uses their dining room, we might as well put swings in it. (laughs) Turns out those swings are meant for something else, and I didn't know that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, then my first roommate comes, and she was an athlete at USC. So I thought, oh look, another college girl. We're totally going to get along, and she went to USC. She probably knows some of my same friends who are in my sorority there. Um, No, that is not the case. Turns out she got kicked off the soccer team at USC for being too bad. Now, I thought I was bad. I was not bad. This girl was just mean and yelling, and we had these whiteboards with our picture and then the little dialogue thing that was the actual whiteboard. And she wrote on our faces instead of on the whiteboard part. And I was just like, what? That's not what you're supposed to do. What are you doing? You write on the whiteboard part. Should've tipped me off, right? And then before all of our other roommates came, she made me go out to a bar. I was like, that is not polite. Um
0: <laughs> telling you,
2: polite over everything, right? So then I meet my other seven roommates, and we're drinking, and we're drinking, and obviously seven girls were going to get into a fight. I'm thinking we're going to be arguing and maybe yelling, maybe some hair pulling if it gets really crazy. No, these girls, like, sat down and fought. They fought like guys, like, punching crazy. Like, I thought I was bad. These, I was not bad compared to these girls. And so I go back to what I know best. So I'm like, all right, well, I can't outfight them. I've never thrown a punch in my life. So um, we're on TV. What's the worst thing about being on TV? You're going to look fat. So I go back to, okay, and this is my favorite part ever, and I, a lot of this I'm not proud of. This I am still proud of. <laughs> there was this evil girl on the show who ended up punching me. FYI, doesn't hurt that badly as long as you get it by a girl who's a total girl. Okay. <laughs> but she was absolutely awful to me and just the meanest person ever and just super catty and kept trying to wear my clothes without asking. And I mean, this girl shopped at, like, cheap stores and I like designers, so I'm like, no, no, not going to happen. Anyway... She tried to put ex-lax in our cookies and fiberglass, which x lax okay, that's funny. Fiberglass, that's evil. That's not bad, that's evil. But then by her putting it in, I was like, wait, I used to do that in college. So, and she was, su- turns out she was one of those people who used to be really fat and it slimmed down and everything. So she was super paranoid about getting fat and she used to always drink these protein shakes. So I was like, oh, protein shake, I know what to do with that. So, but cookies, like, nobody on TV is going to sit down and eat cookies. So I knew that was out. Cupcakes, well, the spring's trend was kind of over, so nobody eats cupcakes anymore. Um, But she drank this protein shake, and I was like, oh, my goodness, that's it. I'm going to put salt to make her bloat right away and obscene amounts of sugar into her protein shake. And it was, like, the most glorious plan, though, because... (laughs) she would get fat from the salt right away. So then she'd drink more protein shake and get fatter. <laughs> anyway, it was absolutely delightful. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, right? But it totally was. But, like, that was my badness. And then one of the girls, at the end of the season, just, I don't know what happened. I think I was on the phone with my dad talking about my cats. But, like, absolute beat-down girl had to go to the hospital. And I was like, ooh, I don't think this is the place for me anymore. (laughs) I think I'll leave. Um, So yeah, that was just my kind of like, it was super fun, and I told Chris the other day, I don't, like at my age right now, I wouldn't do it, but if I was to step back in time and go back in that time, I might, because I learned so much about how other people are, and as cheesy as it sounds, I met my best friends doing the show. Because it is there, at the time, there was only four four seasons, and so there was, 30 girls, so it's like your closest little sorority ever, but it really taught me a lot about myself. I am not as bad, and to this day, I'm very cynical as a reporter, um, you kind of have to be, but I know that I am not bad compared to these people on the streets.
1: <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed Annie Anderson's story. And don't forget that we have our next live storytelling event coming up on Saturday, March 14th at the Women's Department Club in Shreveport. The theme of the night is Ladies' Night. And tickets are on sale now at allyallblog.com. Just hit that ticket link in the very top of the page and, and, um, and buy your tickets now. It'll make me and Sarah feel a whole lot better. Sarah, you got anything else you want to add?
0: Thanks, Holiday Lanes.
1: Yes, thank you, Holiday Lanes, for your sponsorship. And we'll see you guys at Ladies' Night, we hope.